Yeah. That's right. Got to fix your face. Uh, fix your goddamn Coming up on first course verse, Rachel eats cheese. <laughs> Evil brings back the patriarchy. That's next. Uh. Part two of the finale, ladies and gentlemen. How's it going? We're keeping the energy alive. It's so I alive. I hope I'm loud in the ears. Let's Rachel, mm-hmm. that's what I wanted to hear. That's what I wanted. What's up, bro? Let's fucking do, do this. It. What's up, bro? Let's <laughs> fucking do this. Here, we have Rachel, drunk level assessment. Where are you at, polio? Not drunk enough. We've been recording for a very long time. I only had one drink in front of me. You got a whole bottle of eggnog there. Shut Let's up. get to work, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Chug the nog. Chug the nog. One of us. Uh, (laughs) Evil, drunk level assessment. You seem like you're feeling pretty good. You got a a nice PD old fashioned in you. Yeah, it's so good. I've had more of it than I probably should have at this point in the day, but we're going to keep going. Are you going to drink that entire bottle of champagne, David? No. My drunk level assessment, I'm not not going (laughs) to drink this entire bottle of champagne. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody here will judge you for it. Some context. (laughs) Everybody, part two, let's do it. This is the important stuff. All that other stuff back then, the fucking questions and shit. Who gives a fuck about that shit? I hope you didn't listen to that. I hope you only listen to this one, right, everybody? Sure. Okay. Um, hey, we're at the end of season three. It's over. We're, we're feeling good. Rachel needs to it. catch up, but I know Eva and I are at least buzzed, right? We're a little buzzed, mm-hmm. right? We're feeling good. Buzz yeah, Lightyear. Yeah, Captain Ketchup. Let's go. <laughs> to infinity and beyond. To infinity and beyond. <laughs> uh, to get to get us started, to get us going, to get us there, Rachel shakes her head no and pumped. then yes. I don't know what she's doing. Good God. Um, we need to start with our theme song for the year. It doesn't have to be from 2023. Rachel very clearly did not see that and has not studied it yet. So I guess we'll start with Evil Who Hasn't Either. <laughs> Nobody saw it. Yikes, more bikes. Now you know it's it's spontaneous. It's right there. Rachel, the theme song of the year. What did you listen to the most this year? What song oh. was there for you oh, 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 every oh, oh. step of the way? I just All feel right. like if I say it, it gives a lot away. Okay, then don't don't say it. Well, mine is mine is not a surprise uh, because okay. everybody knows mine is the wretched the ruinous by the title track to the wretched the ruinous. That was the the most listened to track by me this year. So fuck yeah. May or may song. not be like top ten of my Spotify Wrapped. Um, that fucking part. That no heroes part. No the, heroes. My God, that's so fucking. That fun. was an afterthought too. They that wasn't part of the song originally. They attacked that on at the end, and it. Boy, nice work. It's fucking crazy. Yes, it's fucking it was. Crazy. Yes. I'll go next. Uh, give Rachel a couple. Or are you just not get your go? shit together? Exactly. Fix your face. <clears throat> get your shit together, dog. <laughs> I don't know. Why I, have, I don't okay. have this written down. <laughs> There is a song, and and I've known about this for a long time, but I listened to it a ton this year. There's a song. So I'm not a massive Paul McCartney solo guy. I don't, I think his best work, 90% of his best work is with the Beatles. And I'm not a, I don't, I'm not a Wings fan, a huge, like Wings is fine, but I'm not a big Wings fan. Anyway, point, 
point is, is that about what, 10 years ago and eight years ago, something like that, Paul McCartney came out with one of the best ever Paul McCartney songs. And I've listened to it 1800 times this year. And I love it. It's called Queenie Eye. Uh, if you are a Beatles, Paul fan, anything like that, and if you haven't heard the fairly recent Paul song, Queenie Eye, check it out. You will love it because it's amazing. And I've listened to that a lot this year. It's, uh, I bet it's done a lot for I bet that's fun to say. I've never said that before. Queenie? Queenie Eye. Yeah, it's fun to say. You're doing a great job. Hey. <laughs> You're doing terrific. <laughs> Look, we got a lot more to go through. We're, get, we're getting there. We're hype. Look, this is the end of fucking season three. We're getting into season four. This is going to be so much fun. I'm excited. A uh, lot I'm of stuff coming next year, by the four. way. A lot of, right? Yeah. Mm. We got good stuff coming season four. Y'all, y'all don't even know, bro. Mm. Don't even know. Mm. Um, I hope y'all like season aviation. Four. Yes. Season 1994. Yes. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, lots coming next year. Be excited. Uh, I hope you like our faces. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to see a fucking lot of it. We'll take a break. We got to fix it. We'll be right back. We are back. Hey, everybody. Let's break. do this. You know, well, hey, you don't deserve one yet. Uh, look. We've had a lot of artists featured this year. Uh, artists reach out. We're a podcast. They say, hey, bro, can you play some of our music? Do you think we're good enough? And sometimes I say, maybe go back to the drawing board a tad. But sometimes I say, holy fuck, that's really good. Mm-hmm. We're going to put you on the pod. And there are some artists that are our favorites of the year, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, the ones that don't suck. Right. The ones that don't suck. And I'm going <laughs> to, I'll start with uh, Rachel. Do you have any artists uh, that we featured this year that, that stood out to you? Um, I was a big Shaw Calhoun fan. Shaw Calhoun is kind of the shit. Yeah. Um, we're going to, we're going to, there's going to be more from him next year too. Ooh. Just FYI. Spoiler. Yeah. Um, very, you know, we already talked about De La Soul, kind of a De La Soul feel, right? Yeah. All right. Well said. Big gulps, huh? (laughs) Well, see you later. Uh, yes. Uh, East Coast vibe, uh, very cool shit. So one of the... One of the greatest things that I've learned about on this pod so far since since starting it is the composer Harry Parch. Mm-hmm. Um, Love Harry Parch. Just a fucking brilliant, insane, beautiful person. And there is an artist out there named Chris Rainier who studied Harry Parch, who built, yes, built his own guitar to go along with Harry Parch's uh, ethos on writing and the, the different chords and and he came out with an album this year that's incredible we featured him i'm a huge fan i love it um i don't remember what episode it was and sorry about that but chris rainier r-a-i-n-i-e-r go check him out on Bandcamp. go buy it he's got a vinyl uh just or you know buy it digitally whatever just buy it just buy it uh evil any um well that's not that funny evil what any I've got a hairy parch. Um, <laughs> it was a joke. Mm-hmm. Jokes, jokes, folks. Ah, I've got jokes, jokes here. Uh, Moonrider. I, I fucking really dig Moonrider. 
it pushes some of the like Caius stoner yeah. rock metal buttons. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they partook in the weed a little bit. Uh, what? Yeah, a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they're fun, man. I I really dug them. Moonrider's fucking rad. I yeah. don't remember where they're from. I wish Somewhere. I did. The moon, it's like a Sweden. You ride the moon, kind of. It thing. might be the moon, but they're fucking rad. Is the it moon. the moon? Because <laughs> of the rider. <laughs> um, we already sense. talked about Furious Ball. We already talked about Van. Van gave you our his favorite album of of the year, and it was. Uh, Rachel agrees with your sentiment. Guts. We liked it too. No, the record, but good try. And oh, shit. It's one or the other. No, Fury's Fall is guts. great shit. Played her twice, and, and she killed And then, of course, we have Jack Adamant, who we also featured um, that uh, we were all fans of. Jack is a... Uh, it's very 90s-esque. It's very... Um, kind of like an earlier... Green Day-ish sort of vibe. Very cool shit. Yeah. Featured artists on the pod. Keep reaching out. If we like your stuff, we're going to put it on. Look, a lot of these bands are major labels. We can't play them. Yeah. So what do we do? We find bands that are cool enough to let us play their music. And we play let that. Us. And we shout you out. So Holla. hopefully we get you a couple downloads. We, uh, we support indie music here. God fucking damn it. Um... I thought it was funnier when I said I have a hairy parch and no one laughed. But <laughs> I didn't hear it. All yeah. I heard was some something parched. And I was like, that's yeah. probably funny because evil said it, but <laughs> oh well, moving on. Um, but no, now that I know what you said, it's actually funny. It's, <laughs> it's funnier when you have to explain it. Mm -hmm. um, I've got two minutes. Ooh. I need to talk for two straight minutes. Before I do, look. There is a artist that I'm a big fan of that I want to tell us what their favorite album was of the year. We had them on the pod. His name is T Parts. He created the Reaver. That means that he gets to do whatever he wants because it's yeah. amazing. So Parks. That was an owl. That was not a prop. Hi everybody. My name is T Parks. I'm a friend of the podcast and one-third of the band, The Brontosaur. My favorite album of 2023 was actually released in January of this year on Spartan Records, and it's Everything by Alan Epley. If you don't know who Alan Epley is, he's the singer and guitar player of the bands Shiner and The Life and Times. I've been a huge fan of both bands for years, and this is a solo record by him and when I heard it was coming out I admitted that for maybe a second I thought is it going to be good is it going to be a photocopy of those records is it going to be a lesser work and honestly as soon as I heard it, it I fell in love immediately it's such a great record it is absolutely on par with everything else that he's put out uh, in those other groups but it's also very different it's somber stately thoughtful subtle these beautiful songs, uh, I think, came out of the pandemic. In fact, there's a quote from the liner notes that say, this is a record started before the pandemic, but finished over those months and it saved me. And I think probably all of us can relate a little bit to that. And I didn't know I needed this record, but it has been my constant and solid companion in 2023. 
it's always a good idea to put it on and you know, despite not necessarily sounding like his previous work, it is also very familiar and very self-assured and, and that, that same toughness of those bands is right under the surface. I highly recommend this record. I hope you check it out and that you dig it. And if you, in fact, haven't heard any of The Life and Times or Shiner, you better go check those out too. But thanks very much for listening. Happy New Year and DL, thanks so much for having me on. Cheers. Interesting. None of us had heard of Alan Epley. Nope. We're all going to check it out. Yep. Thanks, 100%. T Parks. We'll see you next year, right? And your wife. Hey, yo. Why yeah. do you have so much trouble with T names? Oh, Robert because Tyler, this year it was Tony, all Tyler, Tony, Tucker, Tucker, Travis. Travis. <laughs> it's funny. It cracks me up. Stop with the T names. <laughs> T names as well. Stop with that, Tech too. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm naming my two minutes. 50 albums is plenty. And and what I'm doing here is essentially um, albums that were darlings that we didn't get to, uh, bands that deserve to be spoken of that we didn't get to, that sort of thing. That is my two minutes. Um, and we're going to start right now. Fuse by Everything But The Girl. If Annie Lennox was boring as fuck, here's what you'd have. Uh, Pangea. Every 90s house album you've ever heard, but it got a lot of reviews. Um, and then uh, Electro speaking to that as well. Uh, pains me to say it, but one of my favorite bands, Depeche Mode. Mm. Memento Mori is very flat. It's very flat. There is one song, uh, Favorite Stranger. If you are a huge Depeche Mode f fan, check that out. That is old school Depeche Mode. That is good, but that is it. Rap. How about Maps by Billy Woods and Kenny Seagal? Uh, it continues that common recent hip-hop pattern of spoken word to lo-fi that makes me incredibly disinterested, along with these two, if we're to go off of the last quick fire. Uh, we Buy Diabetic Strips by Arm & Hammer, which is just Billy Woods. It, it's the exact same thing as the last album, only a teeny bit better. And uh, we have Six by Kenny Mason. Same vibe again. And McKinley Dixon... Uh, Paradise Jazz segues into something other because it's uh, that's the one that you should check out essentially. McKinley Dixon is amazing. Go check that out. And then we have our indie ones. We have Whaler by Home, uh, which they have a song called Feels Like 9-11. That's all you need to know there. It's like Neutral Milk Hotel, but not as talented. We have Sufjan Stevens, which came out with Javelin, which is a huge album, which we might talk about later. Uh, spoilers, it was one of my best albums of the year. It, it didn't make the cut. We'll still talk about it later. And then we have Rat Saw God by Wednesday, which is was on my top 10 of the year. None of them voted for it because they're jerks. But finally, this is like... We are. Yeah. This is an indie artist who uh, got rid of the Lumineers icky thump thing. This is legit 90s grungish inspired indie artistry. Am I well over two minutes? You. That was it. Go. Hey, Whoa. fucking A, look at me. Rat saw God, check wow. that one out. That's my two minutes, okay? Uh, let's get to some favorites of the year. Ooh, Rachel, whoop. who is your breakout artist of this year? Oh, I have a couple. I cheated kind of bad. Cheater. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, for number one, I have uh, Ice Spice, who was mm. on... Jesus, really? Yes, really, David. No, I'm okay, yeah. And no, when we good. look back on this... <laughs> 
I'm gonna be no, right. No, you're right. You, this isn't this isn't best. This is breakout. This is you're breakout right. artist. You're absolutely. Um, Ice right. Spice had a year. Um, she did Boys a Liar with Pink Panther. You know, every time you say that, I want to say with my little eye, right? Yeah, sure. Um, Ice Spice with my little eye. Bar. Uh, she was on Barbie World with Nicki Minaj and Aqua. Uh, she did Karma with Taylor Swift. Uh, also, nobody's gonna laugh at his Harry parts. They're not gonna laugh at my eyes by she's so. nominated for one two three four grammys um <laughs> which is just impressive she's she's having a good year wet leg also nominated uh, for quite a few grammys uh and then casey nominated for grammy of the work year for his work on donda which we all loved uh, wet legs breakout would have been last year donda she uh, sorry casey they. wait wet leg no sorry <coughs> donda Wet leg uh, is yes. Breakout would have been last year, but nominated for yeah. this coming Grammys. So just because of the release, that album's fucking good. Yes. By the way, yeah, it's great. It's um, so good. Oh no! So no. I think it was on our top ten last year. Mm-hmm. I apologize. Won the Grammys last year. Nominated. Doesn't matter. What are we even doing? I don't even know. I drank the rest of that drink really fast. I spice it is. I spice it is. Let's go with that. All right. Uh, I'm going to go, look, I've, I've had my eye on this artist for about three years. She had a single that was just incredible that I obviously never heard of her because she was new. Uh, she had an album that came out called Bubblegum this year that is getting bigger slowly, quickly, whatever you want to say. It is Big Pig, B-I-I-G-P-I-I-G. If you go listen to the single, oh no, it's fucking badass. Go listen to it. Uh, this is the one that I think within the next three or four years, it's going to be a big deal. Uh, kind of a going to be, I'm not saying Olivia Rodrigo-esque, but a little bit more on the, um, uh, reminds me a lot of uh, like a Portis head sort of feel, which uh, is going to speak a lot more to the indie artist lovers. Uh, Evil, what about you? One million dollars. One million dollars. One million dollars. I fucking love 100 Gex. And I picked them as a, yeah, of course I did. I picked them as a breakout artist because I heard them like referenced all over the place in like the podcast world. So they're like breaking into pop culture. Yeah. Like us. Yeah. Not, and not music podcasts. (laughs) Like on fucking what's the, the redheaded producer for your mom's house who's always laughing in the background who um, um oh i know Nadav, like that that crew they were I talking the- about 100 gex at one point anyway love and, that and other places so i'm like i like them and they're being talked about so breakout artist and they're fucking awesome those are your breakout artists of the year now we get to a little more of a negative one sorry about that but it is what it is we can't always be positive it is the WTF awards. Why do you fucking like this? What's the deal? Why is this popular? Why did this happen? Evil, right back to you. What are your five WTFs this year? So this now this does not this isn't a blanket statement to all other music podcasts because there are some that are really good, some not that really. we've actually referenced already. Uh, but broadly speaking, other mo- music podcasts, I'm just like, what are you guys doing, man? It, I, I don't want to toot our own horn, but uh, I will. I, I do want to toot our own horn because it feels good. Um, <laughs> I, I tried to like go out and listen to other music podcasts this year and it, mm-hmm. it is not boded well for them. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not listening to them a whole lot. 
So that's number five. Uh, <laughs> number four, we've already talked about You know what I think it. the problem is? I think most music podcasts smoke entirely too much too pot. Much, that could be. That could be. Yeah. Yeah. Any hoot. Uh, they, uh, there's like no format. Like Why don't you drink and do coke like real men? <laughs> Fucking God damn it. That's right. Uh, bring it back. Uh, it, it, they either <laughs> like our reaction that their format is like reaction, which I'm, yeah. I don't want to do that or they have no format. Trend. It's just a fucking yeah. train wreck. Anyway, let's just chat for four hours. Yeah. Right. Uh, they don't f- edit their us. Okay. Four, four 72 seasons. I don't get it. I don't like, it's not, it's not terrible. I will say that I was just kind of bored by it as a whole yeah. as an album. And it, it's not good guys. It isn't. I mean, with it. I have uh, rightful. I have high expectations from Metallica because of previous work. Because it's fucking Metallica. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the, that's the my only thing four. I'll say in defense is, and we'll talk about another band later. It's this. It's the original. Well, w- with the exception of the bass player, which is an exception, uh, it's the original members. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of other bands that replace certain members. That yeah. then kick ass, but it's like, yeah, yeah sure. you have a fucking thirty-two-year-old guitar player. Of course, like, that, yeah, that's fair. But that no, is, I, I completely agree with you. Yeah, yeah, uh, it is what it is. Yes. <clears throat> Number three is the the misery porn in rock and country. <laughs> Go on. Oh, you're talking about Rachel's top five. Jason Isbell. <laughs> like oh. this is last year. It was pressure machine. Like it's, I mm. fucking God. Where so is, good. where is the triumph in rock? Where, Why like, does it always have to be triumph? Because it's the better version. It's because <laughs> it's awesome. It's celebratory. It's not like brooding and makes me want to do bad things to myself Uh, so i'm gonna push back on that because i want to hear your response i'm assuming you're a big johnny cash fan yes he's he rocked okay but what about a song like when he redid hurt he did one song like that not a did you like it yes of course i liked it but just but because it's like one song so just explain he has so much equity that he can okay. do a song like that. Okay. When your entire fucking catalog is woe is my fucking broken piece of shit person that I am and my life sucks so bad. Come on. Crank so, it up a little bit. A little about, bit. Okay, but then what about the grunge era? They fucking cranked it up. But they but like Allison Chains, all their songs are like I'm fucking addicted to heroin. I'm going to die. Yes, but they also rock at the same okay. goddamn time. <laughs> okay. So you talk about they, whatever okay. you want as long as you rock. As long you as you rock. You have rocking. to fucking rock. Fair. Okay. Yes. It, okay. The, the music, if, if, if the attitude is morose. Here's the stand triangle. You have to be somewhere on the side. Yes. You okay. ha- you, like I get it. some version of the music has to fucking rock triangle. Sorry. Like some version of the music has to like be flexing its muscle somewhere. Okay. Like I get that. You can, That's you fair. can be morose and, and down on everything lyrically, but you better have a killer fucking guitar riff driving that forward. Otherwise I just want to put a nail gun against my head. Like, come on. 
We're learning a lot <clears throat> about evil's philosophy in life tonight. Uh, number, where am I out? Five, four, three, Who two. Knows? Number two is Post Malone's egregious use of auto tune. He doesn't so need crazy. to do that. Yeah. Because That's so crazy. I, I think he is potentially talented and he seems like I like. <laughs> so, I think he is potentially talented. <laughs> <laughs> as I far actually, as backhanded compliments goes that's fucking up there right yeah well i like post malone uh like as an individual as a dude like, yeah, yeah he seems fucking cool and he's done other work that i think has shown potential but the current version of music that he's making i don't know man like uh the weird don't vibrato auto likes me that's her music that's his music i disagree with that artistic choice uh make better what's choices. your number one my number one and and i'm gonna i'm gonna walk part of this opinion back in the second half of it but it is the hold on i'll get there it's okay. the over the top weirdness and or being provocative just for the sake of the spectacle of it yeah yeah and the the two artists that came to mind when i was thinking of this specifically were oliver tree Tree. and sam smith like it's just like shock just for the shock good one yes because the music their music and their imagery don't match yeah now I I'll, I'll like set Sam Smith aside because I haven't seen him in interviews or anything very much. Oliver Tree, on the other hand, has grown on me a little bit. I've seen him on podcasts and on in interviews, and he's he's clever and funny. And I'm like, maybe I'm just not in on the joke with him. So I'm gonna. But that's like who was it? Who were the two dudes like a decade ago? Millie Vanilli. No, that was that were the party. (laughs) They were the party guys, and they they had like the oh oh uh, 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 they would wear like leopard print and crazy glasses, and they would be at Coachella. Yeah, and like that's like that thing where it's they're not they they want to pass it off as LMFAO. Thank you. Yes, they want to pass off as they are in on the joke. They're not. They love that shit. Yeah. And this is just them being able to fucking party, which, hey, to each their own, but that doesn't make the music good. Like all, all of Tree's music isn't good. It, it's poppy. Well, and, and, and it's, his imagery doesn't match the music. That's the disconnect that I have. It doesn't, yes. it doesn't, I'm yeah. like, it doesn't yeah. line up. Like, you if, can't, you if, can't do if he four, was doing four pop beats right. when you are dressed like a fucking weirdo. If he was doing like 100 Gex music, oh, she's trying so sure. hard. I would yes. fucking get it. Like yeah. if it was like weird, glitchy, forward thinking, creative stuff, yeah. then it would, but he, he has made me laugh on, he got into a wrestling match with Bobby Lee. I mean, it's fucking, it's hilarious. He's, he's done some wild shit on, on podcasts and stuff. So I'm going to give him a little bit of a benefit of the doubt there. Anyway, that's my number one. My WTFs. My number five is a little bit of a fake, but that's okay. Um, I am very, very bummed that there is now an artist named Reverend Kristen Michael Hader. And the Mm. reason that I am sad about that is because that is the new facade, whatever you want to call it, of Lingua Ignota, of the artist who is, because she is done being that artist. It's it's funny, earlier this year we talked about... um, I don't remember who we were talking about, but I gave an example of Dave Grohl coming out with a specific 
album this year and how hard it's going to be for him in three years to play songs from that because they're all about yeah. fucking Taylor Hawkins. Right. And he's not going to want to keep fucking playing those songs. Well, Lingua Ignota basically said, I don't want to keep doing Lingua Ignota. It was a fucking dark period that we talked about exhaustively right. in the last couple episodes. She has changed her mantra. She's changed what she's doing. And now I am sad because I don't get another Lingua Ignota album, which Jesus Christ, those are so good. My number four, Blink-182. Yeah, agreed. I don't, I guess I understand the career move because it's money. Sure. I bet they, I bet they moved some albums, but who the, who would like that? That album is just so bad. It's just, it's everything they've ever done before. It's just not new. It's boring. And it's. But it's, I feel like it even sounds not like the stuff they'd done before. I, I think feel it like sounds exactly the like the 90s. Like, well, okay, 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 maybe the sound is a little a little different and maybe a little evolved, but the lyrics are so adolescent yeah. that it's true. It's ridiculous. It's like Rolling Stones lyrics on their last album. Yes. Like it makes no <laughs> sense for the age that they are to be talking about Good. the things that they're talking about. You are right. Thank you, you are. Uh, which leads me to my number three, where Rachel was also right. And this is my best take uh, for Rachel this Yay. year. Love it already. Um, <laughs> and evil, I'm sorry, but I'm just going to have to do it. Extremes album six. Mm. Um, I should not have to wade through that much shit mm. to listen to incredible guitar solos from one of the greatest guitarists that ever were. But I did because... Rachel was right. That album's fucking garbage. And <laughs> suck a dick extreme. It's hard because the solos are some we of like the best. Them. They're some of the best you'll ever hear. Yeah. But God, that album's bad. Mm. What's a what's the one what's the one about the women? Jimmy. Do you remember that one? <laughs> what's the if you guys remember that? What's it was the one bad. About it's like the women? he's naming off women from different countries. It's it, oh, like a lot like, you yeah. know, like a they're trying to be Van Halen and they're failing miserably and they're failing in 2023 where you know what? You can't do a fucking Van Halen song in 2023. It just doesn't fucking work. Not, not, not an early era Beautiful Girls song. Yeah. That was the yes. name of it. And it was garbage. Yes. Yes. My number two, Evil, this is crazy, Post Malone mm. is my number oh. two. Oh, twins. Along with Evil's. We're number two uh, buddies. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get any of it. I don't get why it's so popular. I don't fucking get it. Gross. I don't. No, you liked it. It was good. Evil said number two buddies. We're number two no, buddies. I so <laughs> I heard. instead of having fun with Sven, you and I are. And my number one, much to Rachel's happiness, much to her love is as much as I can't stand this fucking artist and she represents everything that's bad in music right now to me. I own it, when I first made these notes, it was four. I own five fucking Taylor Swift <laughs> records. Yay! <laughs> Part of the five. problem. So happy. Goddamn right five. Uh, that's my number one WTF. It's my own fault. You did this yourself. God damn it. Or just get obliterated. Um, five things that bothered me <laughs> okay. in 2023. Bring it back. Get wasted. Okay, number five on things that sucked about 2023. Um, VR concerts. People that mm. 
don't want to be there in person and fans that don't care that people aren't there in person and are just watching VR concerts. Have you guys yeah. ever seen The Lobster? The movie yes. The Lobster? I have. You know the know scene where they all have headphones in and they're all out dancing by themselves yeah. in the dark? That's yeah. what VR concerts seem yeah. like to me. Yeah, totally. Seems like a stupid, stupid idea. <laughs> yes. um, I would agree. End of civilization needs mm. stuff. Yeah. Yes. Number four, sped up music on TikTok. Uh, I mm. know that a lot of our listeners might not be of the TikTok age, and I'm not of the TikTok age. TikTok's for children. Um, however, I am of the Instagram age, and the TikToks make it that way. They sure do. They sure do. And um, speeding up songs so you don't get sued um, and making horrible, stupid versions of songs uh, is confusing to old people like myself, <laughs> and I don't like it. I mean, you know what you do is you don't... No, wait, you already countered that. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Number three. Number three. Yeah. Uh, love, hate. Because sometimes this works out really well, and sometimes it doesn't. And that is... Um, the mixing of genres. Sometimes, mm. what was the what was the phrase or the one that Evil used earlier? It was metal and something else mixed together. Pop, something. Glitch pop. Glitch pop. Glitch pop. Like metal and glitch pop. Like mixing <coughs> that kind of shit together, and sometimes it plays out beautifully, and I love it. And then sometimes it's a weird. Grammy performance where they're just like, let's get BTS with Miley Cyrus's dad and Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus. Well, yeah, we all know. Why are you sorry? It's 2023. I've forgotten entirely uh, about Billy Cyrus. Don't tell my heart. Sorry, no, I'm sorry. It was 31 years heart. ago now. Um, what else you got? Number two. Recording till it's perfect. I feel like mm. a lot of things that are recorded today are like we've said, like, is it the first recording or is it the 40th recording? Yeah. We went through um, the Beatles this year and we've uh, talked, me and my friend David over there, have talked a lot about <laughs> um, John's voice and how it how raw it can be on a lot of the vocals. And it's because they didn't take... 30,000 takes and they made it sound like yep. he was actually singing. It's not this, let's take 20 takes, let's find the best take of, mm -hmm. of this line and then let's auto-tune it until it's perfect. That's not how yep. somebody <coughs> actually sounds. That's not how it should be recorded for, you know, time and all eternity. It's stupid. Um, I Love like it. it dirty and that's all. It's too easy? Too easy. Number one. <laughs> And uh, we kind of talked about this a little bit with the vinyl. Um, buying every goddamn copy of everything that Taylor Swift Ugh. puts out. Oh, That's going to be your downfall. I understand. Like we said, if there's... A Billionaires don't have downfalls evil. A different version of an album that has extra songs on it. However pre-ordering an album to find out three hours later that there's another album with a couple extra songs yeah, on it fucking is so shitty. pretty fucked up. And then yeah. making an album a fourth of some sort of picture that you have to buy every single one to make this picture mm -hmm. is fucked up. You're a good dad. <laughs> those are good. Those are good top fives. Now, 
we get to the top five, right? (laughs) Yeah, let's get to it. I found the bottom. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, you did. Um, Favorite songs of 2023. Let's do this. Shall we? Yeah. I'll do it. Oh, Evil Starts. Okay. Am I going to do all five? Or are we going to do a round robin? You're doing number five. Number five. And we, we just talked about this album i'm sorry guys yeah we did it is awesome i love the band not their greatest album not even their greatest song however the solo in the song it it gets on my top five on the merit of the solo alone and it's the song rise by the band extreme and one of the greatest souls you ever hear. Holy yeah. Like when when a when a like rock is a dead genre essentially. But when you put out a song as a I don't know how old they are, they're 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 not young bucks anymore, and you have the entire like guitar community on YouTube like having mental breakdowns because they're like, Oh fuck. Yeah. You did something. Nuno is a fucking monster. I really enjoy the the homage to EVH in the solo. He's he was obviously very influenced by Eddie, um, and in, in fact, there's he has told a story about Eddie coming and to the studio when they were recording this album. And in that kind of solo. his big thing right now, right? Is I'm yep. carrying on the EVH torch. Yeah, and, and not like self-proclaimed. That's like if people have put that on his shoulders. He'll be the first one to be like, I am not Eddie Van Halen. He is he's the first to do it, but he wants to to. As, as a fan and an influencee of Eddie, he wants to continue that lineage. And fucking A, man. What a, what a fucking guitar solo. And it's a decent song. It's a decent yeah. enough song. So that's yeah. my number five. I'm OG. Are we going uh, round robin here? I'll, I'll, well, we don't know who's round robin. We don't know who's where. Uh, f- I just did five, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. My number five. I'll go. I'll go. This is going to be hard, but I'm going to do it. That's what she said. My number five is Siphon Song by Squid. So Squid, I didn't hear that album until pretty late this year. And it was a high, spoiler alert, high contender for one of my albums of the year. It's incredible. Album of the year, it didn't quite make it, but this song is fucking insane. The This, this song uh, epitomizes what is good about that album, which is the... Amazing dynamics built towards the end that just give you this release. That's what she said. Siphon Song by Squid <laughs> is goddamn amazing. It's so good. Rachel, what is your fifth favorite song of 2023? Um, my fifth favorite song, and we talked about this album just for a second, um, was Boy Genius's Not Strong Enough. Yeah. Um, that album... Again, was put together Nina. by three amazing women. So talented. That song yeah. slaps. Phoebe Bridgers, so Julian hard. Baker, and other. Lucy Dacus. She's also fabulous. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my number five. Not strong enough. Boy Genius. <laughs> Off the record. But what's your number four? My number four. Favorite song. Oh, interesting. Uh, 2023. Funny that you ask. Um, King of Oklahoma by Jason Isbell. I just like, what did you call it? Torture porn? Something like that? Torture porn. Misery. Misery porn. Misery porn. Yes. Not torture. Look, I think it's a great fucking song. Yeah. I really do. I 
really do. That whole album was. She used to bring me coffee in the morning. Now she ain't shit because I'm a drug addict. That's basically what the song is. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I'm surprised you don't like it. Uh, Are you really? (laughs) No, she's not. That's it's called sarcasm. Mm. Evil. What's your number four? Oh no, wait. Fuck you. We're going back to me. What's my number four? Hey, we are round robbing. It's my fuck up, but I can still say fuck you. That was a round robbery. My number four (laughs) is the best song from an amazing band that came out with an album this year that did not make our top 10 or my top five. And that is Negative Space by Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, Love that song Mm -hmm. so much. So good. Really wish that Queens would have made our top 10. Didn't quite make that. It didn't quite make my five best of the year. Evil said it best. There's just... If you don't have Mark Lanigan, you don't have an incredible Queens of the Stone Age album. And it's not their fault, but it is what it is, man. You know, I say that as a challenge to them because they're not going to have Mark Lanigan, you know? (laughs) No, it's pretty impossible nowadays. Yeah. So. AI, I guess, but still. Josh Homme, he's, he's capable. He's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Evil, what's your number four? My number four, and I'm going to preface this a little bit about my entire top five song list, is I have, what? What are you shaking your head for? I'm making faces at Rachel for yawning. She's so bored by me. She's bored by the- To be fair, I'm bored by both of you, Evil. Don't just put it on yourself. (laughs) That's fair. I, I generally pick top five songs for these end of the year episodes that don't come from my top five albums. I try to That's do that That's better too. of you than me. It doesn't always work. but Because I my top five albums are always like obscure metal shit that most people will never listen to. So That's I want to be like, okay, what are, what are, what it's this, this list, this top five song list leans a little bit more towards mainstream listenable stuff. Uh, and I talked about this band earlier a little bit as one of my surprises. Like, oh, they're good. And it's Paramore's This Is Why. The this title track. Fucking great. I man. don't need that. Uh, <coughs> dude, when I saw that, I, when I saw them perform that song live, them I performing got that it. live is fucking fantastic. They're so good. Oh my it's God, they're good. Yeah. Yeah. And she's phenomenal. Such a good, like, lead for a band. Oh my God. So good. That's my number. I, I also agree, oh. but Evil, what is your number three oh, oh, of 2023? Oh. You know, this one was, I, I was going That's to include said. a song from this band regardless. Uh, and it's when I wrote down the first song, I was like, okay, this is it. And it's Sweet Life by Rival mm. Sons off of Lightbringer. But the more I listen to the two Rival Sons albums from this year, it could as have easily have been Mirrors off of Dark Fighter. Oh, Mirrors. Mirrors, yep. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that, I fucking love that band. They're the, I don't know if they're underrated. Maybe they're underrated just because rock is not like a, a huge genre anymore. No, they're anymore. underrated. But I, I feel like they're the best working rock band right now. And and I don't think they have written a, a song that I think is bad. That's a big take. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, Rival Sons is incredible, and they'll probably be talked about later on. Maybe. In this episode. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Rachel says no, it won't. I see. But well. <laughs> She's poor. Yeah, wow. Well. Uh, my number three... Uh, we haven't, have we, we have, I talked about very briefly. It is goodbye evergreen track Mm -hmm. one from javelin by Sufjan Stevens. Uh, Look, I'm an okay Sufjan Stevens fan, not a massive fan, but I am a fan. I haven't thought he came out with anything great for a long time. Uh, this album is really good, but that track one is the, the sounds the production that he's doing in that first track is insane. He's got like fucking train whistles and these weird these flute takes, and it almost it's like a little bit like Christmassy. It's like there's like these kind of like jingle bellish sort of. It's it's a fucking insane song with amazing chord progression. I think it's inc- it's just incredible. And uh, yeah, Sofjan Stevens, good fucking job, bro. Uh, Rachel, what's your number three? Number three, Dogtooth, Tyler the Creator. Um, mm. Yes. Mm. I'm not even failing. So that's an it's an add-on. Yeah. Okay, I'll let you finish it. it was an add-on to the album that he came out with last year. Yeah. He re he re came out with the album and that song was on it. Like you know, kind of like your Taylor Swift. Your right. I'm putting another song. I didn't love it. Didn't love that he did that or that song specifically. The song specifically. Okay. That's fair. I hate all of this that we're in the middle of right now. So. You hate. Tyler, the creator? No, I'm joking. Talking oh. about you two bickering. It's fucking bullshit. We're not bickering. Oh, We're just discussing. This isn't us fighting. You don't know, Rachel. Don't, don't call us bickering, Rachel. <laughs> Over this. Um, was- no, I think it's fine uh, that he did that, and I enjoyed that album. I really like Tyler, the creator, and I feel like this- I do, too. This year, I th- we had such a good year with hip-hop and rap last year that I felt a little- a little bit of a letdown. There was no way let down this year. Yeah, very let down. But so. they, yeah, they couldn't keep it up. Like, that's an last year was insane. Last year was dope as shit. What's your number two, Rach? My number two is a song that I low key shit on. I think um, when we were talking about the national, um, it is the Alcott. Uh, featuring Taylor Swift. Yeah, that was one of my airing of uh, grievances that I hadn't touched on yet with you. Oh. That uh, you hated the album, and then all of a sudden you remembered that Taylor Swift is on it. And you're like, oh, this is my yeah. second favorite song of the year. Because we talked about in the episode that Taylor Swift was on that. We talked about that fact. So I knew she was there. Uh, I listened to the album multiple times. That And I, I feel like maybe this song for me was a bit of, you know, exposure, exposure, exposure. It just kept coming up not by my fault but just kind of came up on my playlists because i was like to taylor swift sometimes i listen to taylor swift in the car um and so it came up and it ended up being a song that i listened to repeatedly was in my top songs and is now my number two by choice song yeah um so pretty say something I'm getting over you part two a little bit yeah Rachel's not a little bit 
a lot of it. It's Rachel's favorite, second favorite song. It's uh, favorite. Let's, let's go to my number two. <clears throat> Look, everybody, I don't know how to say it. I don't even know how to pretend to say it. So I'm just going to say it perfectly. It is Croterfecte <laughs> Helvet. Right? By yes. Cavellar Tech. That was perfect. It is the number one track on Cavellar Tech's album this year. It's yeah. fucking incredible. It has everything that you want. It has a massive build-up, amazing mm-hmm. intro into some amazing blues fucking... Like banana, 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 It's uh, like goddamn that song, and then it breaks into the one chorus of the song that has perfect harmony. I, th- that song is fucking amazing. It is yep. amazing, and that is that's Cavalletech. I love it. Goddamn, I love it. You, if you don't love metal, still just check out Cavalletech. I promise you, you'll find something. something you like. Yep. Yes. Uh, Evil, what's your number two? So I've I've talked about 100 Gex and how much I like them a whole bunch. Doritos and, when and Fritos, we, baby. Doritos and Fritos, frog on the floor. <laughs> uh, and we came up with these lists, I don't want to say early, but, but a while ago, we yeah. came up with these top five lists of songs. November. Yeah. And in the interim... In listening oh. to uh, 100 gigs. So I, I had a, oh. uh, initially put in Hollywood Baby. I just picked, it yeah. could have been a Anything. number of songs off of that yeah. 10,000 gigs album. Um, but listening to 100 gigs, I then found Underscore's album Wallsocket. Mm. Oh, and yeah. Who I like even more, I think. Aww. And so I'm picking the, the, the second track, Locals. Parentheses, girls like us with Gabby Stark. It is a good fucking so good. It's so catchy. But it's and, gets. Well, that's fine. You know, it's a good song. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, that's my number two. What's your number one? Oh, what is your? What is Evil's favorite song of two thousand twenty-three? Once again, favorite song not on my top five albums. Uh, because the reality is my top five songs are all from one album. Me drum and, mm, yeah. Is there a drum roll in this? <laughs> and we're going from like this young sort of like new <laughs> artist in this mashup new genre glitch pop to fucking a band that was formed in the 60s. And that is Judas Priest Panic Attack. And this goes back to the point that you were making about a band that has been around forever, but Mm -hmm. has replaced members. Sure, of course, they're going to upgrade pieces and parts. But fucking A, man. Rob Halford in his 70s sounds goddamn amazing. And that track is just fucking awesome. And I'm really looking forward to the new album. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking great. It's great. It really is. I love, that's, I've been listening to that song a mm. lot. I it's so that. good. It's so it good. Is. My number one, it is by far the best song of the year. Anybody that says otherwise, you're all wrong. This is the best song of the year. It really is. It's amazing. It's going to be in our promo for this fucking episode. You know why? Because it's by fucking far the best song of the year. It is Nobody Wants to Die by Rival Sons. It is perfect rock song god it is good it just is and that's it and that's all i have to say about god, that. this album but rachel yeah it really is 
Uh, what is your favorite song of this year? Well, I have something to say. Um, my <laughs> number one song and uh, my friend Harrison's favorite song of the year is Hey Driver by uh, Zach Bryan. In his defense, he's been alive for six days. He's an idiot. He doesn't know Stop what it! <laughs> I'm sure he's been exposed to a lot of music at this point. He has. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that he picked that to sleep to. It is such a good song. Hey Driver by Zach Bryan. There's some beautiful harmonies. I have one beef with that song. What? What place do they not put sugar in their iced tea? Uh, some people don't like sweetened iced tea. Some people like unsweetened tea, which is disgusting. But no, personally. zero sugar, zero. Yeah. I feel like most places still put sugar in their iced tea. That's not true. Okay. Some people don't like sweetened iced tea. Hey, that's our favorites of the year. Hey, driver, Rachel's got a point. Also, she's about to make it. Maybe you. You did say a zero sugar thing. Maybe he's talking about like actual like white sugar, like in the iced tea. Well, as that's opposed racist. To all the... Why does it got to be white sugar? Stop it, David. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's saying don't come to where I live, where all the libs are, you know, we got to make our kombucha something. I don't, look, <laughs> I can't. We're going to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> We are back and we are motherfucking close. That's what she said. Evil, it's your turn. Oh my you god! You got two minutes to talk. It's my are turn. You ready? Is someone timing me? Yep. Hold on. Let me get. Let me. I'm timing I, you. I'm gonna time it too. Bro. So, I well, can, apparently uh, Rachel is. Uh, I am. Uh, you uh, are. You're gonna get timed. God damn it! If you talk like over a, two minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jesus. two minutes of metal. Evil Jimmy. Let's do it. There we go. Uh, okay, I'll start with three albums that were reviewed well by a lot of people, but I'm like. That's 72 Seasons by Metallica. I didn't care for it. A lot of people liked yeah, it. it. Uh, Life is But a Dream by Avenged Sevenfold. They got really experimental. Not my thing. But a lot of people did yeah, actually think it was pretty cool. Uh, this one I'm torn on. <laughs> I think it's a good album, but it's it for me, it's not an album of... Ah, fuck. How do, I don't even know how to say it. It's Foregone by In Flames. I think it's well done. I think Chris Broderick is an amazing guitar player, but the in flames that I want to hear and just cause I'm get off my lawn, old school in flames <laughs> fan is happening in the halo effect. Um, so those are, yeah, there's some stuff that I really dug, uh, ontological Mysterium, an album by a band called horrendous. It's this really dirgy death metal <laughs> stuff that, Somehow reminds me of typo negative in a way, but it doesn't say it's not typo negative. It's, it's a whole different thing. Fucking great album. Uh, Ghost at the Gallows by Spirit Adrift. I love Spirit Adrift. They push a lot of the same buttons that the sword does for me. Um, S word. Baroness always, they're always top notch. Stone is a great album. Even when they put out albums that aren't my favorite Baroness albums, they're killer. Uh, a surprise for me. And this is a band that, it's their new metal that came out in the new metal era, but I fucking love everything they put out. And Seven Dust put it out on an album called Truth Killer. Wow. Uh, yeah, right? 
Okay. okay. This band, I, I, I'm fucking, I'm going to go over two minutes. Fuck, fuck it. I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> the band is called Enforcer. The album is called War Remains. And I just wrote, fuck yes. It is awesome. Like straight ahead, power trip style death metal. Fucking love it. Prong's album, State of Emergency. I love Prong. I'm over time. I got four more to go. Hawkins album, Fauna. Really good. Enslaved albums, Heimdall, love it. Uh, we all made fun of Tomb Mold a couple of times. Oh, we made fun of the name. Yeah. Just that album's really fucking good. And not that's, a metal well, album, that's, but I got to That's why I was talking about it, because it, it got massively It's good. It is good. Uh, when I actually sat down and listened to it, it's fucking good. Last thing, okay. not metal, but I got to give him props, because he is his DNA is amazing. And that amazing. is uh, Mammoth. Wolfgang, Wolfgang Van Halen's second solo uh, album. Yeah. There you go. Over two minutes. Yeah. You'll you'll get there. No. Um, look, <laughs> two, two things left to do. Number one. To midnight. Our collective 10 best albums of the year. We got together with our buddy, Carrie, who's going to be a featured guest next year. So we had to include her in this. All four of us did some voting, did some math did some things and some stuff and came up with our 10 best, not favorite albums of the year. And our number 10 brings me to an airing of grievance. Ladies and gentlemen, we had one band, one album this year that in our quick fires got a perfect score. Six thumbs up from three people. Rachel, what uh, album was that? It's a 10,000 gex. 10,000 gex. That's correct. It was. And when we came to do this voting, what did you say about 10,000 gex? I believe sucked ass was the Ooh. direct okay. quote from Rachel Hard Polio. into the paint. First of all. Yeah. You turn. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I what think, happened? Okay. I think I was so balls to the wall about a couple other albums that I was like, fuck this album, because there were other ones that I liked so much more that I just kind of. <sighs> so because of that, my what Boy. I honestly think is my number one best album of the year. I really do think that 10,000 Gex by 100 Gex is our 10th best album of the year. Uh, Evil, it's you still were still on your stupid high, list. High, but not. It is on my list, so I'm not going to be furious. But uh, Rachel and Carrie hated it. Evil liked it. I, I dig it. It's my number one. Um, <laughs> our number nine, uh, which was uh, which was given a total score of eight point two five. That means nothing to you, so I don't know why I'm saying it. It is Cracker Island by Gorillas, um, which was a little bit higher for. It was very low, I think, for Rachel. Yeah. And then really high for me and then pretty medium for Carrie and Evil. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which that's enough to get you a nine. Yeah. Um, C's for degrees, let's go, baby. Yeah. Let's go for number eight, which was, uh, I'd say, close to a number one on one of ours. And uh, I think it was fairly high in mine. Uh, total score of an eight for number eight. Crazy. It is Zach Bryan's Zach Bryan. Mm-hmm. Rachel's a fan. Evil is um, yeah. not. I don't quite hate it. A fan. 
Yeah, doesn't, and that's where I am too. I don't. It's not it. Jason Isbell terrible, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> jerk. fans out there are like, ah, I yes. hate him. <laughs> that's fine. Um, our number seven, which let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this is a feat because <sighs> something this extreme does not get there easily, and that is the wretched, the ruinous by unearth. That is our number seven, a metal album. That's a big deal. I'm that's I'm okay with that. You're the happiest you've ever been. <laughs> Evil Rachel Carey NDL all voted the Wretch of the Ruinous as the seventh best album of the year. That's a that's big f- deal. That's a huge fucking deal. It is. That's impressive. My number Our one number vote s- probably swung that a little bit. Swung it a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Our number. These are interesting because what you have to remember is for a lot of these, it's the mediums that do it because there are certain albums where everybody's voting. That's eh, a four. It's a four. It's third best album of the year. It's sixth best album of the year. Those are the ones that win. Bringing us to our sixth best album of the year, which I think all of us agree that it's not one of their best albums of all time, but it's still an amazing band. And that is In Time's New Robin or Roman by Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that was, yeah, pretty, like, I feel like all of us are like, yeah, that's about sixth. Yeah. 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 That fits. Our number five, which Carrie brought, none of us had ever heard of. And actually, uh, I'm a a big, I thought this album was fucking awesome. Awesome. It is uh, Butcher Brown Mm. by, Mm -hmm. it is Solar Music by Butcher Brown. Yeah. It's, you know, I'm, I've said it twice now. It's a little De La Soli. Mm-hmm. It's got that East yeah. Coast hip hop yeah, vibe, yeah. a little jazzy hip hop yeah. vibe. Cool shit, right? Very cool. Yeah. I voted like a, really a I mean, pleasant it's our, surprise. It's our fifth. Our number four voted highly by two of us, lowly by one, and medium by the other. It is Weather Veins mm. by Jason Isbell. I wonder who so, voted now, lowly on that. Now, let me tell we'll you something know. about two of these albums. <laughs> it's uh, a secret vote. <laughs> 10, let me tell you something about 10,000 Gex and Weather Veins. The thing about this is what I did in these ratings is I gave everybody a down vote. Uh, what is the worst album of all of the 15 that we had in our list? Two people picked, we, two of us agreed on, on two of them, which is crazy. Rachel and Carrie both said that 10,000 Gex... Rachel was the worst album out of the 15 that we had. And I feel like two I'm getting beat the, up a little bit. You guys are No, because I'm me. about to beat myself up. The other two people voted Weather Veins as the worst one. You fuckers. So 10,000 Gex should have been number eight. I bumped it down to 10. And Jason Isbell should have been two. I bumped it down to four because two of us voted it as the worst, which surpasses, which unsurpasses words. Number three, the record by boy genius. So good. Which to me, this just is as much as I like, I'm okay with it. I don't love it, but it really does fit. Like to me, the record by boy genius is a third best album of the year. It just is. Well, and we've talked about this one. This one is, super band and we expected we had so much expectations for this this was written up people were waiting for this album and then it came out we're like yeah that's really good but i wanted it to be 
amazing so good and yeah. i think if we had been given this blindly we'd be like oh my god that's fucking amazing mm, you know what i mean totally but we right. had all these expectations in our head of what we wanted this album to be and it was great it really was good but david has drank an entire bottle of champagne <laughs> and champagne too champagna Champag. me no i i completely agree um and this Brings us to, so yeah, Boy Genius, the record, but this is the, that is the nobody's surprised one, right? right. Everybody knew yeah. this is going to so be good. on there. Now it gets weird. Now it gets Here's weird. Where it gets now weird. it gets really <laughs> fucking weird for some of you. This is the weirdest one to me by far. This one I had extremely high and this is one of my albums of the year. Not one of my favorites, but I do. It was very high for me and I am shocked shocked dismayed if you will at the fact that our number two album is everything is all right by slow dive <laughs> it's fucking uh, crazy right that is that is uh i would not have predicted that exactly i like the album just fine number two rachel of the year. is so mad that it's our number two <laughs> Right. I just wanted ten thousand gex to be higher, and this to be uh. lower. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what Which, happened in the voting. It makes no sense. It makes all the sense. It really does. All of us. Here's the thing: when you vote on top fifteen albums of a year, and everybody gives it a a two, a six, a five, a four, it's going to be your best album of the year, and that album of the year is. But here we are by Dave Grohl's Foo Fighters. Yeah. Foo Fighters. None of us saw this coming <laughs> at all. We should have. But I am okay with it. Yeah. I feel like the ones that hit the top are the ones that mathematically, I mean, this is what it is, are the people that are the ones that people don't hate. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because the ones yeah. that hate get low scores that bump them down and the ones yeah. that are yeah. like oh this is good or this is when you have a, a a five a six and then a 14 and a 13 it's gonna hurt you yeah but when they're well, all like you have above. a bunch of fives yeah so but here we are by the foo fighters that is our best album of the year i'm okay with it honestly yeah. that album has grown majorly for me mm-hmm. this year uh you know we had that on our last or what did we miss actually yeah and the more I listened to it for that, the more I was like, God, this song rules. This song rules. Yeah. This song kicks fucking ass. It's a, it's a good album. Yeah. No comment by Rachel. It's good. It's not my favorite Foo Fighters. It's good. Guess what? Guess what? 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 We're there. We're there. Five so favorite there. albums of the year. And before we do, because it didn't make my five... But goddamn, if I didn't want it to, I'm going to have Sarah talk about her favorite album of the year. Give it to us. Hey there, it's Sarah at Sarah Spins Vinyl here with my favorite album of the year. It is The Hives, The Death of Randy Fitzsimmons. And you know what? The Hives are back, baby, and they are incredible. They're just like they never left. They have the same good old Hives energy and garage sound. And uh, this album is just what I needed, just what the world needed, honestly. Um, And, you know, who doesn't love a good concept album? Uh, This one, of course, surrounding Randy Fitzsimmons, their fictional uh, mastermind. So, yeah, I absolutely loved it. 
Um, my favorite songs are uh, Bogus Operandi, um, Smoke and Mirrors, and Rigor Mortis Radio. And yeah, that's it. Album of the Year, The Hives. God, I love that album. That album's so good. It it's is. not one of my favorites. I'm mad that it's not. Thank you, Sarah, mm-hmm. for whatevering the whatever. Five heard albums. Are, well, we're here. We're at the end. Let's do it. Rachel, what's your fifth favorite album of 2023? I have an honorable mention. I do too. God damn it. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> we break the rules. <laughs> what is it? Um, it is. You make it, we break them. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is the new release of Speak Now by Taylor Swift. I mean, come on. It had some really good new songs on it. Mm. Honorable mention. And these are favorites, so go fuck yourself. (laughs) What's yours? (laughs) My honorable mention is, I I, I love the band Cave-In. We've talked about Cave-In multiple times. Uh, Steven Brodsky has another project that is fucking awesome called Mutoid Man. And their album Mutants this year, it could easily be on my top five um i don't know why i didn't pick why i picked the others over it but it's fucking great uh rachel what's your real fifth favorite album that actually came out this year uh you're real mean uh see he's still an asshole uh number five i picked boy genius the record because it deserves to be at the top five not wow! Only, not only uh, favorite, but best as well. I'm a little—I don't know why. I shouldn't be, but Should I'm a little surprised. surprised that was one of your favorites. <laughs> what? Um, no, we'll get there later. We'll get there later. I like—I like that pick though. Um, you are. Have you been listening to that a lot this year? I have. I've been listening to it a lot the last like week or two as well. I just keep going back okay. to it. It's a good, easy listen. It's it's one of those albums that's written really well, so you can sit there and have to think about it, but it's also one that's an easy listen if you're not mm-hmm. digging too deep or needing to dig too deep yep. into it. So that makes sense. I like it. I like it. Uh Evil. What's your five, bruh? Bruh. It is. <clears throat> and this band gets gets kind of shit on a little bit by metal communities individuals i don't i don't say i wouldn't say it gets shits on a gets shit on by a fucking words are hard this long I into mean, recording well, when you're getting shit on <clears throat> yeah it does not get shit on as a whole by the metal community but some individuals would be like they're not a real metal band was it metallica because... <laughs> 72 seasons weird interesting choice so they <laughs> jesus christ they I'm recorded a metal album few years ago that i really dug i know this band does at least a couple of albums a year if not four or five Mm -hmm. and uh it is king gizzard and the lizard wizards petrodragonic apocalypse or dawn of eternal night an annihilation of planet earth at the beginning of merciless damnation there it is the thing is is if you're if you fucking even if they're kind of a gadget band and they're just role playing, they still do it better than most other bands. So that was my thing. Yep. I actually didn't like that album, but man, they're doing it a lot better than a lot of other people yep. are. <laughs> for goddamn sure. And I do love I love King Gizzard and the Skizzard Kidder. Yes. Smizzard Mithard and the Kidder Bittered. Uh my number five. Look. I'm a huge fan of this band. 
I've been a huge fan of this band and maybe not as much as evil. Apparently I didn't realize he was that much of a fan, but I am a huge fan. And this is by far no contest. My favorite album that they've ever come out with. Uh, wow. It is yeah. dark fighter by rival yeah. sons. This album is fucking absurd. Yep. Absurd. Mirrors starts out with mirrors. Mirrors. Nobody wants to die. Is I already said it. It's the jam of all jams this year. You got fucking guillotine, which is we talked about in some other episode, which is like a dark, to twisted fucking royal blood song. Mm-hmm. This album's incredible. Every song on this is amazing. It is. What is your take on Lightbringer? Because they're. So I was a little bit surprised because I don't like Lightbringer as much as Dark Fighter okay. at all. Like, but I, it's a great album mm-hmm. to me. It reads a little more as a, uh, these are the, the cutting room floor that we wish weren't the cutting room floor songs, hmm. but is this a, a mesmerized hypnotize sort of situation me, for you? Yeah. No, 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 not that much because Lightbringer is still good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, honestly, mesmerize was it, is it hypnotized or me, uh, hypnotized? <laughs> yeah it's there's two amazing songs and then the mm. rest were just shit. Yeah. Uh, but D- Lightbringer is better, but it's no dark fighter. It's no dark fighter. God damn it. My number four, I don't have a vinyl because there's not a vinyl yet, but it was one of my breakout artists of the year of a time. And it is an, inc- it is such a different album. It's so unique. And I'm so glad it's what I wanted their album to be. And it is that, and it is mid air by Paris, Texas. The album's fucking awesome. It's so good. Yes. If you are a hip hop lover, if you are a hip hop mixture into the, it's, it's different. It's so different. It's so good. Come out with the fucking vinyl, please. Motherfuckers. <laughs> Amazing shit. Uh, that is my number four. Let's go to Rachel. What's your fourth favorite album of 23? Uh, my favorite fourth favorite album is... Your favorite fourth favorite. Fourth favorite album of uh, 2023 is Arad Gets. Because it's my favorite. It doesn't have to be... That good, huh? Uh, yeah, it's just... I mean, it's very similar to the last one. Banger after banger. It's just a fun listen. Good one to just to put on whatever. Okay. Evil, what's your three? Uh, well, it contains your top song of the year. Ooh. It is Cavellertax's "Endling." Ah, oh. yeah. It's so good. That album is that so album good. Is so good. It, I struggled so much with that yeah. being on my top five. They're, I, I've, they are amazing. They're one so of the good. few bands that do not sing in English that I fucking love. That's not English. You figured it out a couple songs. I in. did figure it out a couple songs. <laughs> that album's so good. It's Spanglish. And it just grows. It grows and grows on you. It grows and grows. It does. Don't laugh at that. Because of Spanglish. Uh, but Evil, you said Caveller Tech, yeah, which confuses me because then what's your two? Ooh, I can't, but I don't, two feelings. One, I can't believe I'm going to say this as my number three. And two, I can't believe I slept on the band this long. 
And it was because Wait, are you on number three? I'm on number, number three. three. I'm on number three. You're drunk, you David. Three? You do <laughs> yeah. this every oh, fucking yeah. finale. Yeah. I know. I'm gonna get <laughs> sometimes gonna get twice. Um, Let's have a talk about it tomorrow morning. <laughs> My number three. Okay. Three. Three. Okay. Is it is the band is cattle decapitation. Love it. And Weirdest the album, fucking album cover dude, and name of all time. The, the album is Terracite. And I honestly slept on the band because of the name. I'm like, I'm just not going to listen to this. These guys are not. It is so fucking good that I I remember listening to it on a way. I think it came up on like, I just had a like, Spotify right? station it's like, playing. It's like a, a regular sized golem type of. Yes. Yeah. Dude. Rachel's is, looking at it now. Well, she knows because this is video. It's disturbing. Her, yes. Hello. Right? It's fucking. This album is so good. It's hard death metal. I'm not going to lie. If you're not into that, you're not going to like yeah. it. But it's fucking really good death metal. So that's my number three. Rachel, what's your three? Um, kind of talked about this earlier. Sick Boy. Ren. I just fucking Ren. love this album. Um, I actually like that he's on here. Yeah, I do. it's pretty close to perfect for me. There's not a lot that I wanted to skip over. Um, I thought it was well produced, well written. Yep. Good instrument. I think, I think that there's something to be said for a genre like hip hop where there's usually 37 producers where it's him. Yeah. It's him alone. It's him doing it. I, that deserves respect. There's something to be said about having variety when you have multiple producers of having, uh, mm -hmm. you know, mixing it up throughout the album. Right. But he did such a good job with this one, um, just on his own. Good job, Mr. Wren. Yeah. Let's get to my number three. Do it. Much to evil chagrin. Mm. And I'm sorry, but I got to say, look, I've had my eye on this guy for a long time. And I was waiting for him to come out with a, a DL album. And he did it this year. He really did. And it's fucking really, really fucking good. The production is uncanny. And I knew that was going to happen. His guitar work is impeccable. And I knew that was going to happen. But the songwriting finally hit it for me. And, and uh, yeah, it's uh, Weather Veins <sighs> by Jason Isabel. Ugh. Evil, I'm sorry, but this album is amazing. It's so good. Um, and yeah, he, he, do, he don't get it, bro. It's not for me. That's, That's fine. fine. But it's, it's so good. It's so good. Which, but it's not as good as my number two. <laughs> That's, and my number two, That's for damn sure. No. And my number two, uh, look, this should have been higher on our bests. It wasn't because of one specific person that's mm. uh, here right now that's female, and that's okay. <laughs> but I feel like you're getting real blamey all of a sudden. This album, uh, it, this is to me, this is album of the year shit. This is uh, the shit that a year will be remembered for because it's different. It's fucking. It's like nothing you've heard. It's refreshing. It's the refreshing album of the year. It's ten thousand gex. By 100 gex. This album, if, if you haven't heard this, 
you might start it out and you might be like, what the, what are yeah, you doing? You're like, what the doing? fuck is But then you get to on? like, yeah, exactly. But then you get to, you know, like song three with Hollywood baby. And then mm-hmm. you're getting to five with that fucking, that fucking primus bass that like, it's these, these people are the shit Yep. and they're going to be awesome. They already are awesome. It's 10,000 Gex. It's the second best album of the year. Big fan. According to you. Hey, me too, guys. And uh, Rachel, what's your number two? Um, my number two is your number three. It's uh, Jason Isbell's Weather Vanes. That album slapped. It was a little bit of misery porn. Uh, I was super One into bite. it. <laughs> I really, really liked it. I thought it was well done. I, I did too. Yes, they're songs about pills, but hey, he's a musician. You can write songs about pills. Let's just be a musician. I have a feeling you've been addicted to pills. <laughs> I think it's a good point. Yeah. It's a valid point. Uh, Evil, what's your two? My number two, and even though I am very clearly metalhead, like extreme metal, Nino. all kinds of metal, I'm like historically not a huge fan of black metal it's not my i like some i like uh, uh emperor is really I good i don't believe you um uh, no i seriously i don't i'm not it's not the genre of choice for me even within metal with very with a very few exceptions there was an album that came out like 10 years ago uh called sunbather fucking death heaven i just everyone just like glow death heaven death heaven oh death death and it was like, oh, the, it's this band. They mixed shoegaze and death metal or uh, black metal, blah, blah. And I'm like, I fucking just did not get it. It just, uh, and but that's kind of like the, like extreme metal, black metal has kind of become the, the, the darling of extreme metal aficionados in the last few years. And Stop I just, foreplaying us. What's your I don't get into two? it. <laughs> Point being is black metal can be awesome if it's mixed with the right thing. And this this project fucking did it. It is Black Braid. The album is Black Braid Two. It's yeah, a Native American band doing fucking black metal, and it's goddamn amazing. They're Native American. Yes. I did not put that together. Yeah. Yet. Yes. And it's fucking awesome. Where do you know where they're from? America. <laughs> Probably. I hope so. Which one? North or south? The the right one. Um they're, they're from, from the Adirondacks. <laughs> Adirondacks, yes. Wow. James. <laughs> that's inter that that int- that's interesting. I like it, that. It's fuck there it's fucking amazing. It is so well done. Uh, and like I said, not a black metal fan, but this grabbed me out of the out of the gate. And I have a feeling we're gonna talk about this a little more in the uh, preseason episodes next year, because my God, this is all over your goddamn top 10 of the spot of air wrapped. There's a reason for that. Um, it was a mistake. Uh, it was a te- <laughs> technical, technical mistake. Uh, but yeah, uh, you I, I left really the like album it. playing for yeah, 72 hours. Yep. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, uh yeah. evil. We were there, my man. I mean, Number one. and, 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 and I'm really curious because I got, I've just been pondering this all year. <laughs> what is your favorite album of the year? You know, it took me so long to come up with this. I right up into the last minute, there were so many in the running and, uh, oh, it was, 
I don't like, believe the you. first track came out in January and I was like all <laughs> this over is it. it. Sold. Yeah. And I fucking no I love Unearth. They are my favorite existing band. Yeah, Van Halen's all they share a spot, but Van Halen has moved into legend because Eddie Van Halen passed away. They're but plus they hadn't recorded new shit in forever. Unearth recording new shit and it's fucking the best that they've recorded. This is not only my album of the year, it might be my favorite on Earth album and one of my favorite albums of all time. And it is The Wretched, The Ruinous, so many great tracks. I own that album. Uh, I do too. <laughs> I've listened to it many, many, many times. Uh, it's just amazing. And I hope they go on to record many more because story about so when they played in Boise I like I see them pull up in their van yeah. <laughs> and I'm and these guys are from Boston they got that like just fucking super dry sense of humor and they're just giving shit to each other 124-7 so I get there and I'm like Nino fanboying and Buzz is driving this like van and he gets out and I'm like I'm so glad you guys are here and he looks at me he's like yeah me too and he turns around and walks away like, <laughs> that, that was the best interaction no, I could have had with them I was like I love it. Anyway, I'll, I'll, I will stop. Thank you. The Wretched, the Ruinous, Unearthed. Badass. It's not a shocker, and we love it. Uh, look, Trevor Phipps came on. They're the shit. They're really cool dudes. And I do love the whole, like, that Boston metal genre portion of history. I, I love that. I think it's cool shit. But we got to get to talk about some... Sad country. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Rachel, what's your favorite album of this I don't year? David. What's my favorite album? Sad country. Sad country. Zach Bryan, Zach Bryan. Uh, this album was so good. I expected so little to nothing uh, of loving this. And it is. Yeah, you were ready to hate this dude, right? I was right? ready to fucking hate this whole album. Um, but yeah. it is another one of the albums that my Spotify thinks that I love because I do and comes up a lot. Spotify and, knows you better than you. And the fact that we covered this. Hashtag algorithm. Yeah, covered this so late in the year and it made my Spotify top lists shows you how obsessed with this album I yeah. am. It's. It's real good in my brain. I love it a lot. Zach Bryan, Zach Bryan. I didn't hate it. I remember listening to it and being like, this isn't bad. No, I. Uh, it's grown on me. I still think that he's a little bit, uh, I don't know. He needs to live a little more and then he's he will come child. out with a great album. That's what I'm saying. This I mean, is the no type of music Ren. that he doesn't have a great album. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Good one. Uh, my number one, and everybody fake it till you make it. My number one, you would never guess. Ever. No. I'm telling you now. Is it guts? Once upon a time. It's guts. It's not. Yes. It's not. Another one. Uh, look, my favorite, and I don't know how it happened. I don't know when it happened. All I know is that this album. I couldn't stop listening to it. And every time I would put it on, even on shuffle, I'd be like, God, every single song that would come on, I'd be like, this is fucking amazing. This is so good. It, uh, and everybody's going to think I'm insane. And I am. And I don't care. But the story of Nighthawk and Osira and Sunny and Shiny 
It is the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> I have no, no fucking sense. idea. <laughs> sense to me. How, oh. how would we have even come close to guessing that? Yeah. How did I... I everyone I shit on that. The... Everyone shit on that album. Uh, no. No. We didn't shit on it. We, uh, I, look, I was like, this is kind of good. And, but it's a clusterfuck. Yes. And Evil's like, yeah, it's an Uber clusterfuck. And you're like, this is bullshit. It's the Uberist clusterfuck. Yes. I'm telling you, if you turn it on shuffle, you, listen to you buy it the album. More times. You, exactly. No, you get the fourth. <laughs> I know how that sounds. If you get the fourth vinyl that comes with it. I'm God, I'm telling this album is so goddamn good. Okay. I love it so much. I love it. You're I crazy. love this album. I am. I'm fully admitting it. That is my album of the year. It's I kind of love that choice. Sure. It's so good. <laughs> Just at least at le- next time, go on your Spotify or whatever, put shuffle and at least 50, yeah. 50 it. At least like put sure. on one song and be like, ah, oh, this isn't that good, but let me put on the next song. I, I didn't guarantee it. I actually oh, really so like some of the songs. I remember it's I, so I, good. All right. All right. Zach, Bryan, the wretched, the ruinous, and the Smashing Pumpkins. I'm happy with that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, And then, you know, we've got the Foo Fighters is our best. I, look, this was a good year, yeah. and it's going to yeah. be better next year. We've got a lot going on. Rachel, any final thoughts for season three? Uh, I'm just excited for season four. Just excited. Evil, any final thoughts for season three? I Going back to what I said earlier, I, at this point, forward everything's gonna blend together so much that uh, yeah <laughs> wait what uh, what what are you talking everything about? we covered trying to point what year it was at oh yeah I you're just like, shitting on future podcasts <laughs> no 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 this what point I, forward everything's just gonna everything it's all the same there's suck. no point in listening no no, no. <laughs> it to d- try to distinguish season three like pull it out of the mix. It, it's it's going to make even less and less sense moving forward because the body of work is expanding yeah. in a way to where it it's all kind of a whole. And I'm just excited. Like Rachel said, I'm excited for stay tuned for four. revise and revisit yeah. season four. Revise and so revisit is going to be interesting for this year. I agree. I think I agree. Now that you bring you that, you guys up. have to listen to Smashing Pumpkins again. Yeah. yeah. Versecoursefirst.com at versecoursefirst. Hey, next year it. You see us here, right? You see you us see live. Yeah. Well, that's us all year next year. All that's right. Year. Every episode, video, every episode. God damn it. Uh, we've got a bunch of other stuff going on. We've got YouTubes. We've got the cocktail hours. Ooh. You guys ready for your uh, January cocktails? Hell yeah. I hope I sure. hope you guys know what your uh, holiday cocktails are. Bro, I don't know until I make it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why we love you. Uh, Rachel, Kool-Aid you are amazing. Dreams. Thank you so much. I love you so much. Will you stay for season four? Since you asked. Evil, you are amazing. I love you as well. But, you know, in like a not gay dude way. Will you, will you stay for season four? Well, if you ask that way, I got to say this. <laughs> okay. Is this binding? Everybody, Is this because we didn't we sign contracts? You. You're doing this verbally? Maybe, maybe in a gay way. I don't know. Uh, season four. We'll see you soon for the preseason. We're, I mean, we're here next week. It's not mm. a big deal. Right. Good yep. night. See you in a few. <laughs>
Good luck. And good luck. <laughs>